All right, everybody. Uh, just to let anyone listening right now, your computer has 79 registry errors. Please click here to fix now. Please hit, click here to do a scan for spyware, everybody. Download this right now. It is not spam. Just go ahead and download this and fix all your errors, guys. Just come on, just trust us. There's lots of errors on your computer that you don't know about. Click here and install it now. I keep getting a notification saying that from the uh, my antivirus program, and it it's just because it wants me to upgrade to the premium, and I'm like, I already pay for it, you know. I'm maybe not the ultimate premium. But I'm not going to keep upgrading just like, oh, there's one option where it's like, search yourself on the dark web to see if anyone stole your, like, stuff or something. And I'm like, I'm not going to go down that road. There's like, uh, it's like one thing to be um, responsible, but then it's another to just start to worry too much. Like, hey, buy this thing because you never know. And it's like so many people probably fall for that. It's just like an easy way to get people. Hey, there's might be errors on your computer you don't know about. It's like, well, it's, if it's running fine, you know, it's like I I uh, always say like, you know, if I ain't pro, if I ain't pro, don't fix it, don't fix it, don't fix it. Don't fix it. All right, all right, all right. Well, you could go down that uh, rabbit hole and be like, well, look, it might not be broke all the way, but it m might be like hobbling a little bit. Like, am I a broken person or am I like, I could use some work kind of person? You always could use a little tinkering, you know? You're not broke, like not money-wise. I just mean like completely fucked as a person. Then you might need a little work, you know? I mean, you always can... So I don't know about that saying. There's a lot of sayings I don't know about. Like I talked about the uh, Marilyn Monroe quote, if you can't handle uh, me at my worst quote, which I hate, but I also maybe hate that one, if it ain't prone to fix it. I mean, well, I kind of agree and also don't because what is broken exactly? Does that mean it's all the way broken or a little bit like you should get it fixed broken, you know? I mean, you got to really pay attention to the context and the subtext. But yeah, don't buy all these programs saying you might have errors on your computer because I feel like even though it's Norton Antivirus plug, if you guys want to sponsor the show, um, <laughs> click here to look for your identity on the dark web. Then you start obsessing, you know. It's like people that um, get a lot of security cameras that they don't need. Uh, I've heard of people like this, and um, I understand getting cameras if you own property. Get a camera, get two, but don't get a whole system where you think you're like Fort Knox or whatever. I may be talking this about someone that someone knows that I know. <laughs> but yeah, anytime anybody, you know, yeah, obviously. But everybody gets a little OCD, you know, everybody just says that. I have a little OCD. And some people do have like a little OCD and it isn't, and it's a chronic thing, you know, it's not like it, 
makes them sit around and not do anything all day. But they just have it and it doesn't get addressed, you know. Like I've known some people where it's just like, I got to check the door four times. I got to, you know, check my oven every time I leave. I have to check. If you do that, I don't know. It's not really a thing. But like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's like that saying. It's not all the way broke, but could use a little work. I don't know. What can't we all guys all, guys all, can't we all use, we all work? use a little work? Don't we all have a leaky gasket gas in a way? In a way. I have a leaky gasket meaning like I piss myself why while I'm not paying attention. It leaks out. A gasket. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. If any if any if any if anyone's listening, listening and was listening. thinking about dating me, that I'm just kidding. I like to put feelers out there, you know. You never know. I like to put feelers out there. That's a creepy saying, too. I put a feeler out there. I put a groper out there. Man, this is getting corny. It's like I'm trying to make stand-up bits. What's with that saying? What's with this saying? <laughs> uh... Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I almost didn't do this. I almost didn't record the episode right now because I'm a little hangry right now. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm a little hangry. So I almost didn't record. So I'm a little hangry right now. <laughs> you guys, like, I'm, I, I'm just so hangry. Like, I'm not, don't just wait a little bit, like, to hang out because I'm a little bit hangry. I'm a little bit horny, but I'm also hangry at the same time. Angrily horny. Okay. I have like I tr- I was trying to bit out that had no like real punchline. It was just like I just think the idea is funny for like a male friend of yours to go just say I'm horny. <laughs> just for a guy to say I'm just hor-, like someone's making small talk like yeah, I'm horny. I'm just, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm just, ugh, I'm just like so horny. So horny right now, lately. And I don't know where to go from there. That's basically the idea. Uh, and it is something I've said on the podcast. Sometimes I'll like have a thing I say on the podcast and then it like never has worked ever when I try it out on stage, you know. I'm on stage. Everybody expects you to like. If someone hears that you do comedy or even at open mics, it's why I don't like ever tell anyone. But like if someone does hear or you do tell someone, they they expect you to go like they. Well, what clubs do you play at? Like, like it's that easy to just do clubs in New York City. I mean, we're not in anywhere else. We're in. I mean, oh, I do, you know, Broadway. I do, uh, you know, Caroline's. And um, here and there, I'll do, like, Madison Square Garden. Uh, You know what I mean? What kind of clubs do you do? Uh, Chess club. Um, Right, that's it for this episode, guys. No. (laughs) Um, I'm just hangry, so, like... I don't know. I might just not do the episode. I was just thinking how hangry. Now, th- don't worry. This isn't a bit idea. 
is uh it's basically taken from the Snickers commercials, you know. I mean, that whole idea, like all these young kids say, I guess it's a millennial saying or Gen Z or everybody says millennial and I'm one, technically. I'm like on the border of not one. But like I'm nothing like these people that say hangry, you know? It's really I don't know, maybe they should divide up the those th- those uh groups of people like in smaller increments, like I mean, yeah, I I know like I'm a technically a millennial like at the at the end of it. I like and I guess my, you know, most people I talk to are even though they're most people are young to me that I know, younger than me. But not, you know, my one friend is like so I guess anyone in their thirties is still millennial and like I don't know, it's just not or it doesn't apply like the same like we don't walk around saying adulting <laughs> which is like that's worse than hangry. I mean, hangry is like a these are all like little girl sayings. I mean, this is stuff that like little girls probably say, like I mean teen girls, like cuz that's all I've heard say adulting. I've never heard a guy say that. Maybe gay guys do or maybe it's like a I mean, it's, like, so stupid. It's embarrassing, you know? I mean, I always, like, make fun of the kids now that never leave their parents. But they can't. They don't, you know, too many people went to college at once. Somehow college became a requirement. Like, I went because I didn't know what to do, else to do. So I went to find a college. That's honestly why I... I mean, I did go to community college and then I didn't know what to do so I just went found another college basically I mean American people even when I was young I mean I'm not I might be sounding like I'm older than I am now (laughs) when I was a kid um but you know like I mean I went to community college then I went away you know out of state to I guess extend the education or transfer. I transferred, but I still did the four years anyway. Uh, I thought it was like I could have just done two years, but I just took the long road because I didn't want to, I didn't know what to do. I mean, you know, like a lot of people that I know in America, like we're just, we didn't know what to do. And you meet anybody from another country, like, you know, I have met some people from not, from the u.s originally and like they really knew they had a track to what to do like when they were a kid they knew well i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna go to this school or not go to school and then i'm gonna do this like they they had no there was no period of like what do i do with my life like that's actually like more because i mean i eventually just said i'll just work in an office who cares you know because um I just think kids kind of grow up thinking, I don't know, like, well, I want I, maybe I can be like a celebrity, like, <laughs> like there's so many fake options that they told us, like, oh, you, they're Amer- you can do anything you want in America, like, they just, and they probably told, that's probably why a lot of people come here from outside the U.S., because they're like, well, they say that in America, maybe I could just move to America and somehow I'll just be famous i don't know they say you can do anything you want here and it's not really true i mean you know 
who knows what kind of dark shit celebrities had to do, except for a lot of them were just brought up with celeb parents. Um, and that's like a thing that like, you there's a lot of a actors and celebrities that I didn't realize were related to people. Um, and some of them I should have known though. Hold on, let me find some. Uh, oh, hold on, let me see. So, uh, I don't, how do I? I mean, look at all these 68 celebs with famous parents. I mean, I feel like most now are related to people already in the entertainment business, you know? Oh, I hate these fucking. God damn it. Yeah, this is pretty crazy to me that Ben Affleck got back with. Anyway, I'm not going to get into gossip shit now. <laughs> uh, I'll, I guess I'm going to try to do this list here and see if it's not a slideshow. Uh, oh, Dakota Johnson, go figure. Oh, Don Johnson's her dad. I mean, yes, a lot of these like have the last name, and I just didn't think about it. Yeah, everybody knows the Smiths. Um, Stella McCartney. Never heard of her, actually. Emma Roberts. Um, oh, it's her aunt is Julia Roberts, but her dad is Eric Roberts. I didn't know till recently. Somebody on Grey's Anatomy is uh, an actor. Her stepdad is Steven Spielberg. Yeah, Zoe Kravitz is obvious. Um, Lily Collins. Wow. Dad is Phil Collins. Uh, Riley something is the daughter of Lisa Marie and L. Uh, John David Washington, son of Denzel Washington. Yeah, see, I mean, I just... Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow's the daughter of a... I mean, these are all related. Most of Hollywood is related to their parents somehow got in Hollywood. So they, their parents did the dark shit to get in. They did the Illuminati rituals. They bathed in blood and whatever. Drew Barrymore, um, this lady, Diana Ross's mom. She doesn't really look like her at all, though. Colin Hanks. Well, I don't know. <laughs> He's like in. Oh wait, no, I'm thinking of the other one. Yeah, I've seen him in movies. Colin Hanks. But then there's the other one, the Wigger one. Nicole Richie, uh, oh, the Mariska Hangertay. Thanks for tuning, tuning into the Hollywood into the Hollywood scoop, scoop, guys. guys. Oh, Laura Dern, oh, Laura Dern, 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 Bruce Dern. Bruce never heard of, never heard of him, but yep, they're all yep, related, they're all to, related somebody. to somebody. Rashida, Rashida Jones, Jones, I knew Jones, that. I knew that. Uh, uh, Kane Hudson, Kane Hudson, Hudson. Oh. Uh, Goldie Hawn's Goldie daughter. daughter. Hawn's daughter. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm just yeah, sick, I'm of, just these sick of these fucking child, of, child children of children, children of celebrities. celebrities. Wow, they look a lot. Wow, they look like there. I didn't know Nicholas Cage was. His name's actually Nicholas Coppola. Um, I'm just sick of it. Just go die, all of you. <laughs> Fucking sick of it. I hate, I hate Kevin Smith now, by the way. I don't know if I've talked about him on here, but um, Kevin Smith is the biggest, queefiest. <laughs> He's like a queef personified. I hate him now. First of all, you name your daughter after a fake character. Harley Quinn Smith is his daughter. Um, here he is wearing a purple suit because he's quirky, and he's wearing a backwards hat because he's quirky. I'm going to... Kevin Smith has recently been pissed off that uh, Batgirl was canceled. A movie no one ever wanted to see, no one ever even thought about. Uh, I know Batgirl was in that one Batman and Robin movie in the 90s, but I never even saw that movie. Uh, man, just so many fucking kids of celebrities. Like, come on. Hire some outsiders or something. And I honestly think Kevin Smith sucks so bad now because he had those heart surgeries. I don't know if that makes sense to anyone, but... I heard somebody, I forget who it was, say some celebrity that had all the, like heart surgeries that they were like just crying all the time after. I guess because like they almost died. It makes sense, but then I, maybe it stays that way, you know? Maybe you stay super like sensitive and girly because like, why is he like this now? I mean, maybe he was always like this though. It's an incredibly but ugh, God. I mean, his whole humor is just like dick jokes. It always was. And now he's acting woke. I mean, dude, like, <laughs> how are you going to have a career now? Like, what is the humor going to be in Clerks 3? Which, again, no one wants to see. No one would want to, you know. Man, it's just a crappy bad look uh, to cancel the Latina Batgirl movie. Like, I have to call it the Latina Batgirl movie because uh, it's a Latina, I guess. Uh, is it? Completely flat-chested, too. I've heard people say that they purposely now make the, like, female superheroes, like, not at all feminine-looking. And, I mean, look at this. Just flat. I mean, <laughs> what a terrible costume. God. I mean, I'm glad they canceled it because I'm just, like, sick of so many superhero movies. And, uh, like, there's just too many superhero movies. I mean... You know, I mean, Marvel started it with this whole universe thing. And they at least have an arc of storylines, but a lot of those are just, like, dumb. They could have taken a lot out of that, too. Um, it just doesn't make any sense. He, he goes, uh, it's an incredibly bad look to uh, cancel a Latina Batgirl movie. I don't give a shit if the movie was absolute fucking dog shit. I guarantee you that it wasn't. Why would they fucking release it if it's absolute dog shit? And why do you even say... <laughs> I guarantee that it wasn't. Yes, it was. If there's rumors that it sucked, then it did suck. Because all these movies... I mean... And it's one of those DC movies which they keep having, like, flops or whatever. 
So it makes sense that they cancel. I'm not, I mean, it's just because, yeah, it's just because oh, it's a Latina Batgirl movie. It's a girl doing a worse version of Batman. Just make your oh, make a new thing. At least Captain Marvel was like, I mean, I didn't see that and it looked bad too, but it wasn't, you know, Supergirl or like Spider-Girl because all those are copies. They're just like different versions of the of the original thing. Yeah, what a loser. I mean, yeah, the the, the Flash guy is definitely worse. Like, it looks bad. I know. It, I guess it would look bad if they released the Flash movie and not. But like, nobody like was having. Who was anticipating? Oh, can't wait for Batgirl to come out. Can't wait. Can't wait for Clerks Three guys. I mean. Seeing these guys get older and older and older and still working at the same terrible gas station or whatever it was. There's no way you would even have a job there. Like, I guess they own it or something. They must own, I don't know. God, how sad. I mean, those actors are probably thrilled. I mean, I've seen them in no other movie except for Clerks, but... Oh, God. I don't think this is going to get good reviews. I'm just going to... It's just an incredibly bad look to cancel a Latina bad girl movie. It's just an incredibly bad look. I just remember, like, one of the first times where... I started to wonder that why, like... He just, like, had this huge cult following, and his movies were never that great. Like... So I never really got why um, he was so, had a cult following or whatever. Um, but then he just got so annoying. He became just a guy that talks, you know. Like he's just a commentator at this point. I mean, he makes movies still, but they, I think they all get bad reviews. I don't think he's made anything. I mean, I'm not saying only go by like, critic reviews but uh i mean i don't really trust rotten tomatoes anymore but these are probably older movies so i think now at some point rotten tomatoes seem to become fake like they're paid to give good reviews i don't know maybe that's just what i think but uh wait he did a jane silent bob reboot I guess they, he did another one. I didn't even hear about this. Jane Silent Bob reboot in 2019. Got mediocre reviews on RT. Uh, 64%, although the audience loved it. Uh, I don't know. These all look terrible. Um, what's this? Oh, this looks like... Yeah, it's just him talking. It's not a movie. Oh my god. Alright, he didn't really do much movies since 2016. I don't know if he made all these movies. This might be stuff he just appeared in. Uh, yeah. He's just so annoying. He just, like, talks. He just, like, he cried for that one Star Wars movie. <laughs> I mean, that made me think he was paid by them. Because no new Star Wars movie was emotionally, like, that deep or whatever. Um, any of the one time he got on a plane and he couldn't fit and he like, (laughs) 
he tweeted at the company. He like rage tweeted at the company because he like couldn't fit on the airplane. That was uh, you know, that was really when I started saying, All right, what's up with this guy? I mean, you know. First was he he did all these like the evening with Kevin Smith. And he started doing these when I was, you know, working at Blockbuster. I remember seeing him. This was 2002, wow. So he was like young, kind of. It was almost in his heyday back then. But he just started doing these speaking tours, like he, he was sort of trying to be a comedian or something. But I guess just talking about his uh his filmmaking, um, I just like the description here. <laughs> Evening with Kevin Smith is a no-holds-barred It's a no-holds-barred Q&A with one of Hollywood's most gifted filmmakers, infamous for picking apart the pop culture landscape with films such as Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Agma, Amy Dogma, Dogma, and Jay and Simon Bomb Strike Back. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smith gives us a new lens to examine spirituality, sexuality, and human relationships. Get up close and at times very personal with the man everyone has been waiting to hear from. No, they have not. No, they have not. Oh, he did a college tour. He went to colleges, it says. Ugh. Yeah, I remember when he, like... Uh, trashed Bruce Willis because he made this cop movie with Bruce Willis and he was he kept going out there and saying Bruce Willis is a fucking dick Bruce Willis is a goddamn dick I mean just Bruce Willis is a goddamn dick he kind of has a southern he, why does he kind of have a southern accent from New Jersey isn't he I don't really get that he's not even from like South Jersey Maybe central, but I don't really get it. Let me see if I hope. Uh, how much leeway something. do you give your actors? Like you write a line for for Jay over here, and he starts rambling and rambling, and do you just cut him, or do you say, let him go, and then see how it came out? And I mean, all the actors you, you deal with. Is it like so, that? Uh, I ramble and ramble now. There's no rambling. Usually we uh, go over it beforehand. Like, I'll say a few things. He'll be like, fuck that. No, skip this fuck. Um, I'm, I'm fairly dictatorial with him and with the other guys as well. Him, though, I, I tend to be um, more, even more guarded with because um, there's, a, there's a line, a very thin line that that character has to walk because he's very offensive, could be potentially very offensive, but for some reason winds up being very sweet. And my theory about that has always been because, like Jason himself, the character has no moral barometer whatsoever. <laughs> like, doesn't say thing to, things to hurt people, doesn't say things to be mean, just says them because he has no fucking clue, <laughs> good or bad. But um, he did, he, he came up with a bit of business in the last movie. Muse, with every movie, Muse has grown better and better. Like in the first movie, um, I wrote the script and I wrote it to his intonations, his inflections, um, some of his catchphrases, yes. and handed it to him and said, read it, and he read it. I said, what do you think? He's like, I don't know if yes. I can do this. And I was like, it's fucking you. I just like go to colleges and I just like talk. I just like 
take questions because they fucking love, they worship me, man. What if that's what he talks about to people? What if that's what he says about it? They fucking worship me, dude. They fucking worship me. I just go up there. It's like a cakewalk, man. I just like, yeah, dude. Like, it's just deep as hell. Like, what do you, what questions do you have? They're just, there's no like insight, you know? Like, his movies are just what they are. There's no, it's not Stanley Kubrick. It's like, you know. <laughs> there was some clip of him like mocking this girl fan that asked a quit like this nerdy girl in the audience he just like ruthlessly mocked I guess her voice or something I mean imagine now doing that you know and now he's like this woke fucking asshole everybody who does that is a fake asshole they're all pieces of shit in real life like this Imagine what a piece of shit he is. He looks like one. I mean, he already did look like one. <laughs> I mean, he like... You can tell he thought and thinks probably. Especially back then. I don't know if it's the glasses or what, but... He just comes off like he thinks he's like really good, you know. Oh, I'm just a director, you know. I just wear glasses. He looks like guys I've just known in college too that are really pretentious for no reason. And it's never like they're actually talented. Maybe they have, you know, sometimes I'm sure people are pretentious, but at least they are, like, talented. But, the, I mean, Kevin Smith, like, he's a, his movies are about as deep as, like, a Something About Mary movie. I mean, they're, you know, and those guys probably aren't at all like Kevin Smith acts, you know. I just fucking worship the ground I walk on. I just go there. I just fucking, you know. Maybe I'll hook up with some college chick. I wonder if there's any stories of him with me, too. Man, I just, like, had the run of the town when I went in there, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, Muse got better with every fucking role. You know what I mean? It's just, like, his friend that he cast in a movie. Like, you know. Yeah, you know, that's it. You can tell. It's like he didn't become an amazing actor, you know? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just, like, dict dictatorial to him, you know? I slap him around. I'm, like, the cool guy. I'm the big shot, you know? He, like, looks like he wants to be, you know, the guy that did Lord of the Rings movies. I forget his name now. But he just looks like he wants to be that guy. Like, straight up, dude, like, um... I wonder if I can find any other clips of him. Oh, God, I can't stand him. Like, I don't get people that just have to review movies. I don't get the appeal of this. Like, your whole, in, your whole like, thing is to just look at nerdy shit and just talk about it. I just don't get why that's interesting. I'm the nerd guy. Hey, guys, a new superhero movie, and guess who's going to talk about it? Yours truly. What happened in the new uh, Sandman? Kevin Smith answers the, most, the web's most searched questions. He's just fucking great, dude. Oh, my God. Now, now there's a clip of Kevin Smith getting emotional talking about Bruce Willis. He, tr he did nothing but trashed him. And now he's acting like, that's ridiculous. <laughs>
going to find proof of this. Time to me to get him canceled, guys. Oh, look, he's beating himself. He's apologizing. Okay, but this is an old, this is an article, uh, 2011 article, guys. Okay? What's the inside scoop? Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. What's the inside scoop? 2011. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. 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 Director of uh, many worshipped movies on the nerds. Kevin Smith says working with Bruce Willis on Cop Out was soul-crushing, 2011, on Mark Maron's podcast. Uh, everybody know. oh wait, he said one guy wouldn't even sit for a fucking poster shoot. Mark Maron asked for a name, and he said everybody knows who it is. Put it this way, remember the really funny guy in the movie? It ain't him. He's a fucking dream. Tracy Morgan, I would lay down in traffic for were it not for Tracy, I might have killed myself. Or someone else in the making of that movie. And then when shooting on Cop Out came to a close, Willis wasn't in attendance for the rap party, and Smith toasted the movie saying, quote, I want to thank everyone who looked, worked on the film, except for Bruce Willis, who is a fucking dick. Uh, on the Marin podcast, Smith said, It was difficult. I've never been involved in a situation like that where one component is not in the box at all. I mean, a lot of people are going to be like, Oh, you're just trying to blame the movie on him. But no, I had no fucking help from this dude whatsoever. Hmm. Hmm. Ah. I mean, I kind of wish he didn't backtrack because I, would, I doubt he had this condition back then. 2011 is a while ago. I mean, I doubt it. I doubt he had, um, I mean, he's apologizing to, you know, Bruce Willis. Is Bruce Willis not dead right now? could have sworn I thought he was dead, but now he's apologizing, saying, I feel like an asshole. Um, yeah, okay, hold on. Uh, I feel like an asshole for my comments from 2010. That's it. I thought you said more than that. All right, I gotta look up. Who's got the scoop on this, you know? <laughs> he said, I love making movies, and he does not at all. I don't know. I mean, I doubt he had aphasia back then. He probably did hate it because it was a. It looked like a shit movie. I mean, why are you blaming it on one actor? Like, and he he seemed to not be playing the funny part. Like, does it matter how he even is? I mean, a lot of there's a lot of difficult actors out there. You know, I mean, I get like, I don't know. At the time, I thought, I don't know. I I I was like torn about like, look, if someone's really a dick, like. I don't really blame him. But also, the fact that he kept harping on it, I thought was annoying. Kind of like when he couldn't fit on the airplane, he kept harping on the, uh, he made the airplane apologize. You know, I mean. Oh, 
all the fucking strife and all the friction and all that shit, all the, you know, grudge that I fucking held. I haven't watched like Die Hard in years and stuff. Just slipped away because I, the thing's just pretty damn cool. It takes away your ability to communicate the way you're used to communicate. Oh, yeah. Um, you can't form <laughs> words um, so much. And tough to get a thought across. Uh, not to mention, uh, you know. Yeah, but you're talking about it for 14 minutes. So, in that moment when I read Why do you need to wear a backwards hat all the time? Why, like, just be yourself. Why do you need an I, an image like this? You're a director. You're not an like cartoon character. I don't get it. Remember when he was always wearing a hockey jersey because that's all that would fit him probably. Uh, I mean, yeah, he definitely got in shape like through surgery. Uh, it's always like I don't know. I mean, it would be amazing to make a. Dog- I don't get it. Why is he wearing these purple suits now? Like, why does he do that? Like, why does he have, like, okay, well, I need my standard purple jacket. I need my backwards hat. Like, why can't you just walk out in whatever? Why do you have to... Like, it's there. it seems very planned out. Like, it just seems like something Sinbad does. Like, why does he need to do that? It's weird. He look back four years ago wearing a hockey jersey, wearing a backwards hat. What is that? I don't think he's even balding or anything. I I can't speak to the rest of the world, but I know there's one very happy person watching the show tonight. Right before I came out, my mother texted me. She's like, "Where are you, Tiger?" He's gonna get emotional. I'm about to be on the Colbert show. Am I gonna get like a gay copyright thing? I mean, that you know. That sounded really rough going through that heart thing. I mean, Jesus Christ. But you, know, you can't really get, you can't get that big and just stay that big. You, you get older, you can't do that. I mean, people need to realize, I know that all the messaging now is like, be body positive. You know? I mean, like, look, it's just scientific. I mean, I know we're ignoring science now, except for the vaccine, except for the, uh, it's so weird how we're just like, Oh, I uh, follow science except uh, for, you know, obesity and gender, sex, whatever. Like, it's bigoted to, to go to science then. But it's, it's very good. It's very double plus good to, uh, you know, follow the Fauci. It's really, <laughs> follow the Fauci science, not the real science, guys. I mean... On one hand, I'm like, eh, you know, he's a director, he got rich. Of course you're going to get fat and live in a bubble where no one's telling you to lose weight. Of course. But, you know, if all you can fit into is a hockey jersey, I mean, <laughs> oh, it couldn't have been all. He could have had whatever clothes made. He was a rich director, you know. I just don't get the having an image like, oh, I always need a backwards hat. I always need a purple jacket now. I always need a hockey jersey or now it's just a backwards hat all the time. Is he balding? No. Unless he's thinning weirdly or something. I don't. But back then, look, back then he was wearing one. Silent Bob. Bob. <laughs> I feel like Silent Bob was his look and he just put it in the movie. 
maybe he thought that was an actual cool look. Like maybe this wasn't even a character idea. Maybe because like he kind of did dress like. I mean, he dresses like that now, and there's no reason to keep doing Silent Bob character in public. You know, I mean, even Caratop doesn't always go out with all his props. It doesn't make any sense. You're not a character comedian or something. I mean, that's why I always, like, I don't envy, like, Larry the Cable Guy and people like that. Because you always have to be in that same character. You always have to dress like that. And it's not his real identity. Um, people have talked about the fact that he's not <laughs> like that, you know. On Opie and Anthony, they said, like, once they talked to him, not, like, when he wasn't talking like Larry the Cable Guy, and it was, like, totally different. He was talking about stocks or something, smart. <laughs> uh, it's just really confusing. And then Gilbert Godfrey always, like, always kind of talked in that voice. Even when he was talking low, he kind of still had that voice. And I was always like, just be yourself, like, sometimes, you know? Like, that's exhausting. To just always be doing that all the time. Um, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, but anyway, I didn't mean to really... I didn't play on the Kevin Smith stuff. But guess what? I just fucking had a soapbox to go on about Kevin Smith. But I was talking about those sayings earlier, the hangry guys. I'm really fucking hangry. You wouldn't like me when I'm hangry. Okay. And, uh, you know, that's not very new, I know. I know it's at least several years old, and adulting is not very new. But you know they're dead when I've seen them in ads now. I see them on ads in the subway, and I'll see, like, for, like, grub, the, uh, uh, you know, food delivery things. And uh, it's all like, oh, God, so fucking awful. I mean, there's other ones that are like about um, paying bills. And they'll say like, when you're adulting, make sure you get this app. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you can literally just picture all the corporate people sitting around a room going like, what are the kids saying? Hey guys, let's get some uh, eyes and ears out there. Like, what are the kids saying now? Like, what's the hip saying? Like, we gotta put some of it. Let's talk to the young people, you know? Let's really get. Let's talk to them. Uh, let me see if I can find one. I mean, I don't need to tell people why it's embarrassing and cringy. But, hangry is one thing. But, adulting. I mean. The reason why it's so, like, embarrassing is because it's like they say it when they're like, oh, adulting is hard. And it just proves, like I was saying earlier, Americans just don't, can't grow up or something. You know, I mean, we're just, and I wasn't raised like, I mean, it was like weird. It's like, um, You know, I guess I kind of just resisted picking a thing for a while. Like, I was told to pick a career, pick whatever you want to do. But then, like, after, like, it wasn't really, like, a thing in growing up until I got college age. Then they were like, you, you better pick a thing. 
like right when I turned that age. And then it was just like stressful as hell. Like I wish I could have thought more about it and like really planned out what to do. But I, I never used to really do that. Like, and as you get older, you really realize like, okay, you got to make stuff happen. You can't just, when you're young, you're just like, I have plenty of time, you know. Anyway, so this is Tinder now saying adulting can wait. Why? I don't know, really know what that means. Like, why is that part of Tinder's ad? Like, what, just go on Tinder instead of doing responsibilities, I guess? I mean, like I said in the last episode, like, I'm, I'm not having good, you know, these aren't doing it for me anymore. These ads don't work anymore. <laughs> I mean, these uh, apps, you know. I guess if you're in your 20s, you know, maybe you'll get matches. Uh, ugh. It's just, just like not what these young people need now. You don't have to fold clothes if you never wash them. Adulting can wait. Tinder. I don't know why that's a... Like, are they saying don't do laundry and just go on Tinder instead? Like, I, th I think that's a really bad idea. Obviously, the bad idea, but like... You know what? It, I, I mean, honestly, I just have to... The more time you spend on dating apps, it does nothing to help you find anyone. It you would like it doesn't matter, you know, it's not like you're searching based on any criteria unless maybe you pay for the premium thing. But if you're just going like by I hope somebody matches with me, you can't really control that too much. So the less time the better on those, you know? And I mean <laughs> You should not be telling Gen Gen Z to not be an adult. I mean, they already are probably wearing diapers till they're like twenty one. <laughs> I mean, I thought I thought my generation was bad, but like, but then some people say, "Oh, Generation Z is actually against a lot of the annoying things because that's millennials." And I kind of think that might be true. I mean. I've met some, uh, like, young guys, I guess, that are probably Gen Z, like, that either from doing comedy or whatever. <laughs> Not from Grinder, which maybe you thought I was going to say that. But from doing comedy, a lot of, like, I'll meet real young guys, if you know what I mean, wink, wink. Because I'm straight, but I just do stuff. And, uh... <laughs> I was thinking, should that be in a segment on the podcast? I just Google and find out other people that posted, like, that I do gay stuff, but I'm straight. And it's just weird how many posts there are for that. But, um, yeah, I think some of those Gen Z, like, you know, the people I met that do comedy seem to be very anti, like, woke stuff. Like, although not really publicly, they'll just talk to you and be like, yeah, this shit sucks. I hate it. They laugh at stuff that's inappropriate. like So, like, I don't know about that, like, Gen Z being that bad. I think a lot of the younger millennials are the ones that are really activist, like, sensitive, you know? Like, because that's when that whole thing started. It wasn't Gen Z. I don't think... They might get unfairly blamed, actually. I mean, look, they're going to be all kind of retarded because they were raised on Tumblr. But I think that was maybe more the younger millennials, you know? I'm doing a study. study. I'm writing a paper. I'm writing a paper. Writing a paper. I wonder how hard it is to write a paper. Uh, 
I mean, obviously you'd have to get it published in a real thing, but who knows. So, all right, they got adulting in an ad. Do they have... Yeah, see, there's an article saying the term adulting has to go. Yeah, I totally agree. Oh, this was 2017. See how old it is? This is just so embarrassing. This is so embarrassing. I mean, I will admit that I was a child until I was like 30. <laughs> Maybe way older, actually. Maybe a couple months ago is when I stopped being it. But... When I was at, when I went away to college, I was actually older than most people. I was like 22 when I went away to college, like um, transferred. Uh, and I really still did not know until I went away to college. I did really not know how to do laundry by myself. Well, I knew how to do laundry, I guess. Um. But I don't know if I really did do laundry at home before that. Like, you really should do this stuff at home. And uh, I guess I didn't know how to cook probably at all. Uh, although, maybe I did a little bit. Maybe I knew how to make grilled cheese like they're say Who the fuck doesn't know? <laughs> I don't know. Pe people that are, like... Younger millennials, they probably can't even fucking toast a Pop-Tart by themselves. I mean, look at this. Adulting 101. Adulting 101 by the North Bend Public Library. Library. I hate when people say library, but there I said it. Um, basic how-tos for ages 16 to 25. And it's colored like... The headline is colored like it's literally for toddlers. Adulting 101, uh, Saturday, February 25, Bear Essential Cooking. Learn how to cook easy recipes and uh, creatively cook in dorm rooms. Uh, and then there was one about a checkbook. Okay, this, some of this stuff is useful. I mean, uh, getting a job. I mean, yeah, this is kind of... But the thing is, like, 25 back when I was 22 seemed like I would definitely know all this by then. But this is 16 to 25. It's not 16 to 20, which is kind of what it, like, when you're in college, it used to be, I don't know, 18 to, I don't know, or 17 to, like, 20, maybe. Um, and, like, you know. They are saying that, like, people are actually, like, growing up later. Like, their brains are wired as adolescents till they're, like, 28. <laughs> uh, I guess, like, it's really part of the whole culture now where, like, you have to congratulate yourself about everything. Like, I just made my bed. Post a picture. Oh my god, adulting. I just made my bed. I actually brushed my teeth today. And like, you know, you have to... I wouldn't have ever done that because I'm, you know... <laughs> god, man. 
it's like it's just proving all those stereotypes about like young kids now true if you go say adulting all the time and hangry is just like you know i think it's like everybody acts like they have hypoglycemia oh i'm diabetic because maybe i get irritable i don't like you know i don't know but yeah all the ads now that are like hangry order this use this app that means it's it's a done expression, you know. It's just done. 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 Don't even bother with it. Don't even bother with it. I'm just hangry and fucked. And horny. And horny. Confused about whether you're horny or hangry? Hangry? Come go to the seminar. Hey guys, do you come to this adulting conference? Learn how to turn Learn a faucet how to on. <laughs> hey guys, come to the adulting conference at San Juan. Uh, learn how to open and shut a door. Learn how to sit down. Um, maybe learn how to uh, actually use silverware, you know. Because, um, you know, your parents probably fed you like a bird and or, or just like The young kids now, the Generation Z kids, were all fed like their parents did the airplane with them until they were 25. Here comes the airplane. Mom, can you do the airplane? I'm hungry. You're 24 years old. Come on. But I just, I don't know. I don't get how to, what do you... Um. Learn how to order food somewhere. Learn how to order coffee. What is coffee? Come come look at this seminar to see what coffee is. Oh, man. Well, that's where the world's going, guys. Turn a false. Turn a Turn a Turn into Tune in next time to see where the world goes. What's... What's... What, uh, where's the, where, where's it all going? What's happening next time? Tune in to see where we end up next week, guys, on the simulation universe we're in, guys. Come on. We're kind of, tune in next tune time to see where we go.